Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian, as always. And today we're going to be talking about beta alanine supplementation. Specifically, it's going to be like a, a beta alanine beginner's guide, a beta alanine 101, so to speak. So without further ado, let's get into it because you want to know, okay, what is this supplement? Does it actually work? How does it work? And who should be taking it and how? Well, that's all going to be covered today. I'm going to be talking about the ins and outs of beta alanine because it's actually a very popular supplement. So, so it's a popular supplement among athletes and regular gym goers as well, you know, like the, the weekend warriors, so to speak. It's a popular supplement all across the board. And then people go, okay, but what is beta alanine exactly? Well, beta alanine is a non-essential amino acid. Okay, so we know that protein is made out of different amino acids. We have both essential and non-essential. Beta alanine is one of the non-essential amino acids. Okay. Now it's typically like the way you supplement it is typically for a powder. Okay. It's a mix for a drink or something of that sort. Like it's just mixed for a powder, like a typical supplement. And that's the way people usually take it. And now people wonder like beta alanine, what is the, the research behind it? Does it actually have an effect? Is it worth buying? All this sort of thing. So I will explain what does, how it helps and what you should do specifically for yourself. But understand, I want to preface this by saying, that when it comes to supplements, beta alanine is one of those rare supplements that is actually, you know, it's actually supported by the evidence. So keep that in mind. Today, we're not talking about a supplement that is, you know, wishy-washy, you know, pseudoscience and all that sort of stuff. We're talking about a supplement that actually has some backing behind it. But as any supplement, it's not just a one-size-fits-all. Just because it's on paper works with certain people doesn't mean that it's going to be right for you. Okay, so let's get into it. So what does it do? We now know that beta alanine is a supplement that's a non-essential amino acid that is very popular among active people. But what does it actually do? So the first thing you want to know is it doesn't involve it's not involved in the muscle building process. So beta alanine doesn't really have any real big effect on muscle building. So even though it's a protein supplement in essence, technically speaking it is it's not a muscle building protein supplement. So, you know, scratch that out of your mind. That's not what beta alanine is, despite the fact that it is amino acid. What it is, though, what it does do is beta alanine together with histidine, which is an essential amino acid, produces carnosine, which is then stored in your muscles. So beta alanine is kind of used as part of an equation in the body, so to speak, like a scientific thing that happens in your body when it combines with histidine an essential amino acid with beta alanine, a non-essential amino acid to produce what's called carnosine, which is then stored in your muscle. Okay, so keep that in mind. That's, that's the mechanism. That's what it kind of quote unquote does. Now, carnosine, you're probably wondering, okay, what on earth is this? Well, carnosine reduces lactic acid accumulation in the muscles during exercise, and this can therefore lead to athletic performance being improved. That's the mechanism behind it. Now, if you're very much like a nutrition nerd and you want to kind of know the ins and outs. I'll break down the actual specifics for you here in, 
now. Okay, so if you're wondering, okay, that's that's all cool and all, but how does it actually do this? You know, that that interests me. Tell me more. Well, let's break it down. So essentially, during exercise, this is what happens. This is how carnosine acts during exercise to help you. So during exercise, we break down glucose because that's our main fuel source for high intensity exercise. We break it down so we can use it. Typically, depending on the type of exercise, you'll break it down from glycogen as well. So your stored sources of glucose, your stored sources of carbs, so to speak. Now, what happens is as you exercise more and more, your muscles break down glucose down into lactic acid, which is then converted into lactate. And this produces hydrogen ions. Now, hydrogen ions, they reduce the pH of your muscles. If you remember, it's like your typical science class back in the day. pH is just like the acidity and basic levels. Okay, so how acidic or alkaline something is. Now, hydrogen ions, now that that's increased once the glucose is broken down to lactic acid and lactate, this causes your muscle to become more acidic. Now, muscle acidity, so like when your muscle's acidic, it actually blocks further glucose breakdown. And this reduces your muscle's ability to actually contract and perform. This is what causes that fatigue. And then that fatigue obviously causes your performance to go down. Now, this is where carnosine comes in. This is why beta alanine has been shown to help. Beta alanine with histidine makes carnosine and carnosine acts as a buffer. It acts as a buffer against the acid, therefore reducing the acidity in the muscle during high intensity exercise. So since beta alanine helps increase carnosine levels, it helps your muscles reduce acidity levels and this lessens overall fatigue and I don't need to be a dietitian to tell you less fatigue means better performance. That's the breakdown. That's like the specific nitty gritty breakdown of what happens because in the body, like in your muscles, histidine levels are normally quite high, but your beta alanine levels are low and that almost limits the potential for carnosine production and that's why supplementation with beta alanine for the right individual, for the right purpose in the right context is actually a supplement that can work but that's what it does okay that's what beta alanine does now what could it help with we we've talked about the mechanism behind it exactly what it does the reducing acidity and all that sort of stuff and reduces fatigue but how does this translate into practical terms how does this translate for you as the athlete when it comes to your performance well it's kind of self-explanatory to be honest by helping reduce the buildup of that annoying lactic acid, we all, we've all experienced that, I'm sure, during high-intensity exercise, beta alanine can help with improving performance directly. Okay? And this is typically done, so when you reduce the fatigue, it helps by increasing the time to exhaustion, aka you can last longer. When you can reduce the buildup of that lactic acid, you can last longer in your exercise. The longer you can last, the longer you can keep that performance peak going, the longer you can keep that performance peak going, the more likely you are to make the right decision to make the right plays or lift the right amounts or whatever it may be that your sport is or if you're a weekend warrior for your lifts and that sort of stuff. And therefore, you'll be able to train harder, train longer, train better. Okay, you'll be able to perform better and you're going to be able to perform at your level for a longer period of time. That's the ins and outs of it. That's the essence of what beta alanine is used for. But there are some other benefits. I'll only share one of those, and it's not really conclusive, quote unquote. You know, we don't want to kind of correlate it too much to it. But indirectly, it may help with body composition by helping you train harder and longer. So you see what I mean? Yes, it directly impacts your performance, but also through doing that, you'll be able to train harder and longer. And therefore, that could actually help with your body composition goals because you'll be able to kind of do what needs to be done to achieve those goals. But in and of itself, it does not burn fat. It does not build muscle. Hope that makes sense. Now, beta alanine, this is what I want to say with beta alanine. 
Beta alanine specifically helps performance during high intensity exercise. So we're talking near near maximum capacity training. Okay, that really full on hard training because that's when that lactic acid buildup happens. That's where it specifically helps. It's not there to help when you're doing a light jog. It's not there for your walk. Honestly, in essence, it's not really there for your for most most people's lifts either. But if you're doing that high intensity interval training, high intensity sports training, whatever it may be, that mini that near maximum capacity, that's where it can help. And it's typically for short duration exercise lasting one to several minutes. Now, as a guide, because several can be whatever for different people, as a guide, one to six minutes. So if you're doing exercise for one to six minutes and it's near maximum capacity, that is where beta alanine comes in. That is where it helps with lactic buildup. So I've mentioned that, you know, weekend warriors and that, but that's because weekend warriors can do high-intensity training. Athletes of all kind of different sports can do high-intensity training, depending obviously the sport. You're probably like a bodybuilder is probably not going to need beta alanine, for example. But others probably would. Sprinters, for example, definitely. So things like this you got to consider. I mean, sprinters technically not one to six minutes, but depends on, the, on their training and if they're doing repeated bouts and that sort of stuff. But it all depends on your sport, okay? You gotta, you gotta work with a sports dietitian specifically to tailor it to your individual needs. I'm just giving you an outline of where beta alanine can help. You can help translate to yourself if that is applicable. Now, what should you do? What should you do? How do you take it? What's the regimen? Well, the best results have been noted when you take about two to six grams per day over time consistently, okay? Two to six grams of beta alanine per day taken over time consistently. That's the kind of general regimen that we kind of start with. However, and I did kind of say it just before, but I'll say it again. You want to talk to a sports dietitian and your GP to ensure that you first of all, that you need beta alanine. And second of all, that it is truly safe for you. I mean, it's a pretty safe supplement, but you still want to always double check and make sure that you're taking supplements for the right purposes in the right needs. And you also need to obviously determine the optimal dosing and timing of the supplement, which is where a sports dietitian can help. And I always have to preface that by saying that this is not advice. These podcast information I give you is not advice. It's to guide you, give you direction, educate you on real nutrition. But when it comes to actually individualizing nutrition and getting the right plan, it's individualized to you. That's where you go to see a sports dietitian. Okay, so if you are interested, please reach out. There's a bunch of details in the show notes below about how you can reach out to me. But the best ways is either email or go on Instagram, the climate dietitian, DM me there and let me know. I just want to end it by saying that because I don't want you to walk away thinking, okay, Alexa prescribed beta alanine for me. That is not the case, <laughs> okay? But yeah, hope that you've enjoyed today's episode, okay? So we've talked about beta alanine, what it is. We've talked about how it helps with, you know, buffering by, you know, for the for producing the carnosine. We talked about how this can help performance by reducing fatigue and kind of increasing time to exhaustion. We talked about the, the way you got to take it, which is two to six grams per day. is a rough guide to start with. And we talk about the fact that this is for shorter exercise of very high intensity. So now you know the ins and outs of beta alanine. Using that information, you at least get a grasp, you at least get an essence of should you be taking beta alanine or considering, at least considering. You shouldn't base a decision on a podcast episode, but you should start thinking about could it potentially be same for me to look into? Okay, that's what you want to be doing. So I hope it's been an informative episode. If you've got any questions about the episode, please reach out as well. Like I said, if you want to work one-on-one or just chat to see how that would look and see if we're the good fit, reach out to me. But until next time, hope you stay safe. See you later.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.